Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We're a role-playing game, actual play podcast. You can listen to us play through one-shots, campaigns of various games, including Delta Green, Eclipse Phase, Worldwide Wrestling, Red Markets, and more. With four-plus years of archives, there's something for everyone. Tune in with whatever podcast app you use by searching for Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast. Or visit us online at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com. Like what you hear? Join us on Patreon for sneak peeks and seats in quarterly games. Thanks for listening, and sorry for the technical difficulties. Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. This is Greg. I'm joined by Dan, David, and Laura for another session of Flying Circus. Hello, Internet. Good evening. Uh, We are once again revisiting the Kraken Yager job line. So um, why don't we reintroduce our characters in Discord order, starting with Dan? And introducing, in David's case. Uh, uh, so I am once again playing Urzat, who is a survivor. It's about what I remember, and he tends to be bast, because like you do when you grow up with poison gas everywhere. Yep, fully insulated gas suit. Uh, very not trusting of people, for re- weird reasons. Strange. Hello. This is Laura. I am playing uh, Katharina Kurtens, uh, who is a witch. It's been a while, guys. I, I don't remember yes, more or witch. less anything about this character. But yes, mm-hmm. I'm a witch. And apparently a mother? How'd that happen? Uh, maybe uh-huh. it's just a sibling. Maybe it's just... Uh-huh. Look, if, if I'm in charge of a child who's too young to care for themselves... Apparently, I'm a mother, because I'm responsible now. I do remember when I mentioned that Gunther is 21 and a dad of a kid of five that uh, stroked something. (laughs) Oh. And then finally, uh, David. Hello, everyone. I am uh, Wilhelm von Putzlow. I'm not sure what my actual title is, but I can assure you that I am indeed a rich idiot with no day job. I am along because I was, if I'm reading my notes correctly here, very complacent and too bored. And I had a family member who flew in the war who taught me how to fly. So that's why I am here. Indeed. Uh, Path of least resistance, eh? Well, these Uh, perfect teeth aren't going to gleam for themselves on the ground. I mean, I need a biplane for people to behold these choppers. Look at them. Um. I put you down as a baron. If you want to be something of e- equivalent or lesser royalty value, uh, you could exchange it at the store. No, no. I, I will stick with baron. I love the baron. Um, <laughs> but for that, you know that my plane is a very specific color now. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Um, so, when we last left... Uh, freelance y'all had flown into a small city and gotten a job with your co-pilot the fisher aaron who is played by adam who could not be with us this evening um just doing a simple mail run and after finding some sky jellyfish and uh flying past a dragon chasing some other planes at mach 3 uh you were able to deliver your mailbag to some friendly skyrits and you came back. Uh, you came back just in time after getting paid by Gunther uh, to find uh, the good Baron has finally graced yourselves with his presence as Aaron goes off and mutters something about opiates. Uh, 
Sir Baron von Putzlau. Uh, you had been called to the barony to deal with something. Uh, what what problem required uh, von Putzlau to actually go home for once? Well, um, I have a couple of thoughts on that. Um, you know, there's uh, all sorts of things having to do with inheritance and inheritance taxes and the fact that I am now actually technically the Baron as opposed to, you know, the Viscount, which means that I've gotten a promotion, but the Duke is still kicking and he doesn't exactly get along well with me. He thinks that I should knuckle down and till the soil and sow something aside from wild oats. I don't know what he means by that. Wild oats are the ones that taste the best. <laughs> so how would you say you're... You convinced uh, Father to give you a bit more faith in your current um, line of work with freelance. Um, would you say you were trying to press the issue? Were you trying to turn on the charm with him? Were you trying to um, get real and appeal as a son? Let's be honest. If I am just the son. I don't really have much claim to a martial title, now do I? Duke is something that means he who leads. And so I feel like I must lead to be able to lay claim to Duke later on. Okay, so you're It's in the name. So you're putting forth your case. Yes. So let's say you're pressing the issue. Um, we'll call that fairly honest reasoning. You're you're up you're trying to make an argument based off of how things actually work. So that would mean why don't you roll uh plus calm. Oh wait, plus calm is your dump stat. Um so roll two D ten minus two. Well, I was hoping that I might be able to go hard on this one, but that's fair. Let's see. Do 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 if you want to be more intense, um, rolling plus hard in this case would be um, trying to get what you want with intimidation or force. So how would Von Putzlow try to do that? Oh, that's easy. Um, I would point out the fact that only those who win duels and actually acquire the Heidelberg dueling scars appropriately are the ones who get taken seriously as dukes. And so that means that I either need to go out there and acquire the scars the hard way, or he can put one on my face right here and right now. You've earned your plus hard. So roll 2d10 plus 3. That is an 11. An 11. Okay, that is mentioned earlier is a partial success. Uh, on a hit, they'll do it. On an 11 through 15, I choose 1. Uh, all right, Willie, I'll see what I can do to get the paperwork, um, organized to see if we can get, uh, you raised, but A, you're going to need to get those scars, and I would prefer that you earn them. Not I mean, since... too, a scar without a story is just a little facial cut. We all remember what happened when it was found out about Great Uncle Stanley, now don't we? Oh, to be fair, claw marks from a prostitute are still a scar. It's not an honorable one. I'm 
Yes, I guess but it's he not wore the them panther <laughs> that he said it was originally. He wore them proudly, but I guess. But I also need you to do something, Willie. I need you to I need you to bring something back to the barony of great import whether that's some prestigious treasure something uh famous from the war I don't know what but you having earned something of imports will definitely help me be able to make your case in front of the other aristocracy. You understand? Absolutely. And yes, I will bring back something important. I don't know what it is. I don't know where we'll find it. But I have a team. That you do. A bunch of hirelings. Which, well, now that we have everything taken care of, I suppose you can go back to them now, can't you? Yes, my trusted associates, my lifelong friends, my common folk that are still as... They're, they're unpolished diamonds. That's what they are. That's what they all say. Um, do take care, Willie, and I will be seeing you soon. And so that's how I got here. Um, what do you say, my unpolished diamonds? <laughs> um, so you there definitely you had to fight... To my face. That is an excellent point. Do you call that to Katarina's face? Why would anybody take offense at that? I'm calling them diamonds, the most precious gemstone in the world. <laughs> I mean, you just can't tell with her as that. She's just wearing the mask. It, who knows? You did have to fight family. So mark to stress, uh, David. So now we get to the stress point of the game of the game. So stress is how you were in experience. You clear experience by either venting, uh, indulging a device or engaging in time with your confidant. Uh, Um, Clearing stress or clearing XP? Clearing stress gets you XP. Okay. For each stress you you have to get essentially you need to play to get stress during a job. Mm-hmm. You then clear stress after a job. Huh? And then once you clear stress for each individual stress you clear you gained an experience point. I see. I'm bad at gaining experience points in games. BDM. That is quite all right. Um but you, uh, so Dan and David both have two points they, of stress. Mm-hmm. Laura has none, unfortunately. Nope. Um, of course, so things where we go with the vents, right? Um, vents are generally used for um, when you have a lot of stress because you take it out on. Um, you usually vent and take it out on your fellow coworkers, and that can cause stress in them. Um, indulging in vices, uh, you would then role play indulging in your vice. Uh, for each time you do something, you can mark a tick on your vice track. Uh, we 
bitch. Where's the vice track? Um, hmm. You just mark out however many times you indulge in a vice. Uh, and then once we hit the end of the night, you roll a d20 per vice. And um, you lose stress that way. But what it sounds like probably makes the most sense tonight is for free, if you devote time to spend with your confidant, you get um, two stress removed automatically for free. And that stress is converted into experience. And your okay. confidant is just somebody that, um, and essentially an important NPC that you really care about. Um, it doesn't aren't have to we be... like in some location where we're not usually because we just finished a mail run? You always are, but um, unless your confidant is somebody who is with you, writing a letter to them also counts as ah. uh, some way that you are engaging with your confidant counts as. Um, and would that person be on the sheet somewhere? Um, not necessarily. It is somebody you can make up, um, mm. preferably like in your case, Dan, um, I don't necessarily know that your pet would count as a confidant, but you can make up an NPC that is important to ersatz. Um, yeah, I, I actually have trouble reconciling the idea that he insists on being masked a lot of the time and has a pet. Does the pet have a mask as well? I'm just saying. Of course. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's different. Unless oh. it's a pet that you got, um, in the not dead areas of the world. I would expect it probably would be, but it still seems awkward for him to bring that around with him. So, Oh, I just see like a cute little puppy with a little face mask. So then I think that's what it has to be. Uh, oh. Or it could then, be, or it could be a lizard that breathes the poison gas and just, it's that whole thing. <laughs> of It looks like hell to everybody else, but to this particular lizard, it's heaven. Yeah, no, be. no, I don't know. Uh, and then David, it could be somebody back home, uh, could be your clockwork attendant who is your, I've already got it. I've got it. It, it's definitely grapple worthy. My personal manservant. Oh, grapple worthy is always here. It listens to everything that I say. Is a mechanical, uh, servant. Is he? Well, I've got a clockwork attendant. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's either the clockwork attendant or I have a butler and. You could have both. But if it's a butler, you know that that poor bastard is the most long-suffering guy you have ever seen. Very good, sir. Oh, of course, of course. So, <laughs> Woodhouse and Jeeves? More or less. Yeah. Indeed. Jeeves. Jeeves was the butler. Very good. And then I assume for... Uh, good. Katarina is probably their child or another witch that might be their uh, confidant. Or a raven, the familiar. Or your familiar, absolutely. I think it'd be the familiar. I'm not burdening the kid with my um, adult issues. Fair enough. That uh, you know so, of. So why trying, don't you start... Trying not to burden the child <laughs> fair, with my adult fair. issues. Yep. I mean, it'll happen eventually, and when it does, oh boy, that kid is just going to store it up like a powder keg. post war mm-hmm. Post-war global apocalypse, y'all. Um, so why don't we start with Ersatz? So do you want to get your I literally no idea is what I'm doing, but okay, what was that? Um, do you just want to do a confidant and take your two for free, or would you rather indulge in a vice and test that mechanic? 
Uh, let's indulge the device because I can't even imagine the kind of confidant this guy would have. Sure. So the uh, thing about indulging in vices is that it is indulging in a vice. So like, mm-hmm. again, for ersatz, your vices are watching films or fidgeting. Yep. So it's not just that you went and saw a movie. It's that it's, you, you went, went and binged and, movies. Yes. You went for like a quadruple feature and missed a meeting. Mm-hmm. Or you went to a quadruple feature and you didn't eat. Mm-hmm. So um, what well, vice seemed likely. You- what vice did you engage in, and what problem did it cause? Well, I'm not sure how he would engage in fidgeting in this situation, so watching films it is. Um, assuming there's somewhere here to watch films. Oh, yeah. Every, even a small town has a film house. There we uh, go. So what kind of films were you watching that day? Literally anything they're playing. I don't care, as long as it doesn't look like the blasted-out area I grew up in. Uh, no. So what kind of film was it? Uh, so level of technology is no color movies yet, correct? Uh, no, we can say there's color movies. It's like World War One era, but we can go above mm. and below a couple of years. Plus, there's magic and magitech. So, That's I fair. think with that, they can come up. So, white and the color. Seven Samurai. <laughs> what was that? So, Snow White and the Seven Samurai. So clearly one yeah, of Yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorites, obviously. So that was one of them. And that's part of the reason why you forgot to eat that. Eat that well, yeah. Then, of course, they uh, also had some of these, these films that we're not sure where they came from. Someone said time travel. I don't know, whatever. But there were other samurai movies from this place called Japan. I don't know why. Um, some guy, Kurosawa, who isn't born yet. It's all very confusing to me. But whatever, the films are good. And you're pretty sure that country is destroyed. Uh, yeah, so yeah, huh? how did that cause you problems? Um, hmm. Well, uh, not eating is a thing. Uh, just did did you know? Once he got engaged, he did not get up. Uh, I mean, except to, for intermission breaks, but did not think to eat. Okay. Twelve hours later, he comes stumbling back home. Ish, wherever home might be that evening. Hotel, probably. Uh, yeah. So, mark one on your vice track. You can only engage in up to five vices uh, per uh, night. Is the vice track just familiar uh, vices? Just, yeah, just <laughs> write it down. Okay. It's not on the character sheet. Uh, yep. So, David, um, what would you like to do? Would you like to engage in a vice? Would you like to engage with confidants? You could make, you could vent and make it Laura's problem to give her a stress. <laughs> Katharina stress. Hey, XP. Oh, I'm thinking of a way to do all three at once, and it's going to sound wrong. Oh, well, um, good. So, one of my vices is gambling. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Uh, specifically, card games, and father did charge me to acquire a scar the proper way. So I basically think that I'm going to bankrupt somebody to the point where he takes a knife to me and is like, yes, that's right. Stab me. Stab me with all of your... And then while uh, Katarina is sewing it up, one of my vents is to insult the heritage of a comrade. And I feel like it'll be an accidental slash uh, good-natured insult, but I am... As I said, the rich idiot with no day job, so I don't realize that I'm being insulting. Okay. 
you know, for a witch of the commons, you're really not a bad person. You're quite lovely. Not at all ugly like all of the other people say witches are supposed to be. Why, why are you stabbing me harder with that needle? Admittedly, I do have an elegant blade, which glows slightly. I have the tools with which to give you the scar you want. But I have to earn it. So I, I can't just go out and say, hey, just give me the scar. I've got to do something to actually earn it. There's got to be a story behind it. You want a better story than I was unintentionally rude? Yeah, it's got to be somewhat better than that. Because, I mean, do you know how many times nobles are unintentionally rude? It happens Presume all the time. Presume more often than, the, than they are unintentionally um, polite. There's a difference in the politeness, because you see, the politeness has an edge. It's always a case of, if I am polite, and I am trying really, really hard to be polite, that means that I am trying to be even more posh and even more upper crust than you, and therefore it's a war. Whereas if I'm unintentionally rude, that means that I like you well enough to let my hair down. You're only rude to your friends, you're polite to your enemies. Politeness is the way to avoid duels, yes. Um, so Laura, you will now take a stress. Yep. Um, you do get to clear your two, David, but I will say mark one on the vice track anyway for Kameny. Oh, did I clear any stress? Um, no, you mark one on your vice track and then at the end of the night, you will roll Hmm. a D 20. Ah, um, 11 to 15, you'll remove one 16 plus you, um, remove two, Uh. um, if you get three or more misses, something bad will happen, but uh, that has not happened yet. So so I don't see the vice track. Um, there isn't the one on the sheet. Right next to the stress. There, there isn't one on the sheet, so just um, mark. Scratch, just Got scratch, it. scratch one on. Also, I forgot to mention, um, Dan and David, there should be a mechanical aspect to your vice as well so like dan would you say like because of not eating you might take like a minus one ongoing for your first x amount of rolls sure a little bit woozy and loopy yep we'll say first three rolls all right um and then david similarly uh why don't you take a minus one daring for your first three rolls because you were not being very daring trying to fish for a scar. This is true. I mean, I did kind of stack the deck a little bit so that I could take that poor man's money just to really agitate him. So uh, in a very real sense, it wasn't fair. Yes. You're also lucky because Katarina mm-hmm. warned you to not do that to uh, Gunter, the guy who has been um, hiring you. Because mm-hmm. he was also playing that night. Uh, it was some other poor slob that you fleeced, and then he tried to stab you pseudo unsuccessfully. Uh, and now, Katarina, um, do you want to do confidant? Do you want to do vice? Do you want to also <laughs> vent at somebody? I do not wish to vent. Um, I have one stress, and that seems poor form. Um, I think finding a nature spot and ah, yes. hanging out with my raven and 
and the kiddo and walking the kid around the nature. I'm, I'm picturing a very young child here. All right. Like younger than toddler. Yeah. And I apologize to the listeners if they remember better what I did last time. I don't recall you giving the child a name yet. Um, That's good because I don't have one in my head. It just was, cl- it just, I think you made it clear that it was younger than Gunther's son. Very so, good. Right. Um, we combined babysitting. Yes. Um, so you probably don't want to go into the forests because that's generally where the Fae congregate. Well, so I- well, I seem to have a lot of stuff about the Fae. Oh. Um, like my events, um, can involve, uh, the Fae and I have a, a move for talking to the Fae. Um, I do. I have fairy speak. Indeed. Um, so what kind of beauty spot do you want to go to? Um, I will try and stick with a town, um, based. Well, is it the local cemetery? Because those used to be used for parks. Uh, yeah, I'd say that uh, local cemetery has some. Uh, cool. I can combine getting a walk in, showing letters to my kid, and talking with my raven. Yes. Uh, and the... you can quadruple task and uh, pick yourself up some really lovely, useful bones that clearly didn't belong to anybody important. I slapped <laughs> the back of his head. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the town cemetery... Uh, it's a bit bigger than it was pre-war. So One would assume, yes. It had a park next to it that it encroached upon, but nobody had the heart to uh, tear the tr- fruit trees down or anything. So they kind of made it work. So yeah, it's oddly be- beautiful for a graveyard. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Um, you are able to spend some time with your child and with your familiar. Uh, does the raven have a name? Uh, Hyungen. Hyungen? Okay. I think Dan got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Cool. Yep, I, I definitely got it, too. I definitely Very good. <laughs> Wink. Thanks, Odin. Uh, <laughs> okay. So that allows you to remove up to two stress for free. So you can remove the one you have, and you now have one experience point. Huzzah, experience points. Yes. Um, You can't do too much with just the one, but um, later on down the line, once you acquire more experience, you can use that to upgrade stats, get more of your moves, etc., etc., Holy so, cow, what are you trying to do? Uh, Dan, do you want to try another vice to get an additional die, or do you want to end the night? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I see what you're saying. I, how is, I don't understand how fidgeting is a vice I can engage in. Um, again, I was making these character sheets and just trying to come up with things. Yep. If you would, a, I just don't if, understand it. It's like, yeah, he fidgets, but so what? Well, you could fidget to the point in which you're picking your nail beds and they bleed. Could be that. Um, <laughs> another thing is you can try to engage with an unfamiliar vice. In this case, you actually are going to make a daring roll. 
Um, on a 16, you add it as um, a brand new vice to your pack. Um, on a miss, you suffer even worse consequences than I would normally provide you. Um, because this is our first time, and this is your first time engaging in your vices, if you want to fit what, what are What are events? Venting is when you take out... Um, Sorry. Venting is when you do something negative in order to relieve stress. So mm-hmm. you'd have to do one of those things. If you do one of those things and make one of your teammates the focal point, mm-hmm. um, you can lose three stress, but they will also take a stress. That's why Laura only, ended up taking I only have stress. two, yeah. So. Correct. Mm. So generally, especially because you've already engaged in a vice, uh, venting is something you only want to do when you have a lot of stress on hand. Got it. Um, oh. So yeah, if you want to switch fidgeting to another vice, I would be more than happy. If you want to try making a third vice, also works. Just, I, I'm just, I, I can't picture a situation where that's where fidgeting yeah. is actually. Yeah, that's fine. So gonna matter here. Pick, so pick something um, else. That's fine. Well, let's see. It's clearly not going to be talking. <laughs> okay. I'm prob- not drinking because you have to be careful to check the seals. So, um, yep, yeah, he's, uh, he, still good. he's excessively cleaning. This is this is the way. Okay. I'm going uh, to switch fidgeting to cleaning unless I get a better idea sure of what I, how, how sure fidgeting thing. is vice, but yeah. Um, um, so how is cleaning and over-cleaning causing a problem? Um, well, he should be sleeping. Okay. And, you know, but, but once you start, you know, cleaning out your weapons and, uh, you know, cleaning the seals on your backup suit and then switching to the backup suit so you can clean the seals on the other suit. All right. Um, and then suddenly it's, it's sunrise. Yes. He just gets lost in it. Um, so why not your first roll will be at disadvantage? So you'll roll three dice and take the two lowest. Because you didn't get much sleep. Or at least not useful sleep. Because he'd wake up, realize he was in the middle of something, keep doing it. Um, okay. So now you have marked two vice. So if you feel comfortable with just 2d20 to try to remove stress, you can go ahead and do that. Sure, because I don't know what that means. So sure, whatever. So is it 2d20 or 2d10 I'm rolling? Um, in this case, it is 2d20. Okie dokie. A 17 and a 4. Oh wait, and another one. Hang on. That was only the two. It's well, one. I had per, three it's one per. It's one per vice tick. Ah, uh, yeah, but I thought I had three because of disadvantage. Uh, that's on your next T ten roll. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so a four is a miss, but a seventeen is a six is over sixteen. So you remove two stress. Fabulous. So lucky you. You get two. Now, and the minus one to three is. On D10 rolls, yeah? Yes. Your next D10 roll. And the minus one is also on the D10 rolls. Okay, um, so I, I clear two stress. And, and now turn that into two experience. So mark it as experience. Okie Correct. And then, David, um, just for giggles, since you already cleared the stress, why don't you still roll D20 just to see what happens with David Luck? Alrighty. So I cleared two. Just roll so. one D tw- Yes. You cleared two, so you now have two experience. And then just roll a D20 just to see what would have come up, even though um you do not need the stress so from that. 17, 
of basically course. like downtime in like Blades of the Dark kind of thing, yeah? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so David rolled a 17, because of course, so you would have removed two stress if you still needed two stress to remove. And then Laura, you've already removed your stress, so you mm-hmm. are free and clear. I'm good. So, okay, so you need to get your next job um, at the, uh, both after you turned in the job with Gunter and then at the poker table last night, he mentioned he did have another gig for you um, if y'all were still looking for work. And then when you knock... I'm looking for the first time. Let's go. (laughs) And then knocking on Aaron's door um, endlessly, uh, they do not seem to be coming to the door. It's going to... Adam's character. Mm. Okay. I was about to say, I'll just... If he's not coming to the door, I'll just open it. Oh, yes. I understand. Um, I understand that opium gaze very, very well. It's fine. We'll leave him behind this time. Mm. He's got a very starry-eyed and tarry-mouthed grin. <laughs> or is that, so, you know, when he first comes out of his room, squelches a little bit, like some things didn't dry out completely. I didn't give it enough time. Didn't have the time, had to go. Katarina somehow looks the best of any of these three. Chuckle But he smells fabulous. Oh, Clean yeah, and soapy, yeah. Uh, he could it, tell it, because he's inside the thing. There's a bit of, uh, of a bleach uh, undertone on the back end. It's mm-hmm. not great. Yeah, probably. Oh, it is great compared to where you, where you grew up. It's fabulous. Does That's anybody fair. else smell lavender and wet leather? What an odd combination. And bleach. Oh, lavender, wet leather, and bleach. But the bleach that is subtle. That is an odd combination. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what would we need to roll for getting this job? In this case, uh, Gunter has another assignment for you, so uh, you would just let's, need to find find him at the tavern again. I mean, we can just go to the tavern. Let's oh, yeah. do that. We'll just walk in. We'll see where if, if we can find Gunter. That was that chap I played cards with last night, right? Not the other chap I played cards with, but the good chap I played cards with. The one you didn't fleece? Please don't fleece Gunter. I'm not going to fleece Gunter. Okay. You told me not to fleece Gunter, so I will absolutely not fleece Gunter. Thank you. You're like the there best. There was a movie about sheep shearing at the place local. It was interesting. I've never even thought about how complicated that could be. About sheep shearing. Never mind. Oh, that's that. What about that guy named Ed, right? It was Ed. No, it was like a little. It was just. It was. No, no. It was like a. Uh, it was like a little short between these, these samurai movies, which obviously made up place with these long, sharp swords. Weird. No one wore masks. I couldn't understand that, but they were good. Is that the one where all of them have pressurized blood? No. Oh, wait, yes. Yes, there were scenes like that. That's it. Yes. Off to the tavern we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't seem to be in there, but uh, if you ask the barkeep, uh, he mentions, uh, oh, he went out back said something about needing a smoke. He says, tapping ash into his ashtray. Okay. Yes. Doesn't sound like a reason for us not to go out and find him behind the tavern. Just as you're about to turn the corner, you can hear him um, almost scream, I'm taking care of it! 
Well, okay. I will try and sneak up on all of this and find out what's happening. Okay. If you're going to sneak up... I mean, mostly just try and walk quietly. But yes. Oh, wait. Wait, I'm just going to use a personal move. Oh. I'm going to hide my face and use out of mind. I will pass unseen by anyone who hasn't already spotted me. Ah, uh, yes. That is something you don't necessarily need to do a move for. So, yes. Uh, how does Katharina hide her face? I rather think I keep my flying scarf on at all times. Okay. I didn't know if it was like something especially magical or. It's not re- more required by the move. No. Just confirming how you want the magic to work. Yeah, I, I just look very um, drab and unassuming and don't notice me, people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where did Katharina go? I could have sworn she was standing here just a moment ago. <laughs> yeah, but she's standing right there. We can still see her because we knew she was here. Nope, yeah, you, nope. you, That's not how the magic works. I don't see I thought, her. I, I, <laughs> Hush. Okay. Uh, so you go around first? Yes. Um, uh, Gunter seems to be yelling at a brick wall. Hmm. That's reassuring. Uh, uh, shadow being cast upon, uh, upon the brick. brick uh, upon the brick due to the nature where the sun is in the sky. And he's yelling at a shadow. Yeah. Is there anything magical going on here? Watch roll plus wild and we'll find out. Okay, so that's 2d10 plus my wild? Yes. Very good. It's been a while since I played the peep. Yay. I will do my best to help as best I can. Plus two. Gold poorly. Nine. Nine. Okay. Um, Take a stress. Okay. Um... Because you real you do know that shadows aren't supposed to have red glaring eyes. Great. I don't like demons. Yeah. Are you sure you can trust these? You of course I can trust these people. They've already done work. Insides. Everybody else isn't here. Uh, he almost want- said human. Uh, do I want to what? Oh. Do you want? How long are you going to listen in or? Are you going to make yourself known? Not yet, I'm not. Um, I think I will listen in uh, until um, he stops yelling at his shadow. Why don't you roll wild, plus wild one more time? If you fail, you will um, crack. Be noted. Okay. Yes. Plus two. Please roll better. Thirteen. Thirteen. That is a partial. Uh there actually does it actually say like consequences of wild on your full length one in the book? Let me check. It doesn't on a partial uh, you suffer a reduced version of magical consequences like when rolling magic. So you'll get like one more more stress. Um, you can either get more information and take a stress. Or you will be unseen, but the conversation will end. I'll give. I'll leave it up to you. I will um, take a stress and um, get more information. Okay. Um, the shadow starts growling at Gunter. You understand why I'm scared of it, though, right? Yes, yes, I know. It's how you got injured and all that, but 
I'm sure it's going to be okay. We don't know what's happening. That's why we need people to go out and check. Fine. Just take care of yourself, my mate. I do not want to lose you too. Uh, then the eyes vanish. Gunter mutters under his breath and pulls a cigarette to actually start smoking. I pull out a lighter and click it on and offer to, um, as I'm walking up, offer to um, assist. Oh. Oh. Uh, Katarina, sorry. Uh, I just needed to clear my head a bit before uh, our meeting. I apologize. Thank you. Welcome. Is your Baron friend okay after last night? Yes, hardhead. I have not noticed a, a increase or decrease in his um, volubility. That's good, I suppose. He is cute, though. Do you know is he taken? Hey, Will, you taken? What? What? What did you say? You taken? No, I'm not taking anything right now. That would be thievery, and that's a crime. Good. Are you sure about that one? Uh, I've, I've done crazier things. But one doesn't have. Any, moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, y'all are still looking for work, right? Yes. Okay. I've got another gig that, unfortunately, without the rest of Croc and Yager, I can't take care of. Um, this is an on-foot gig, so unfortunately, it's not going to pay as much. And I got this from the mayor, so if y'all want to talk logistics, you're going to have to talk with him. Uh, there has been a recent problem with the farmers in town. Uh, some of their livestock has been vanishing, and it seems to be the farms that are closest to the forest line. And there's a reason they're not assuming wolves or other typical no animals? Blood. Say again? They don't find any blood. Oh, the animals just vanish? Yes. Like, no tracks leading off in some direction? I mean, there's... From what I've been told, there are tracks, but it ends at the forest line, and well, everybody knows about forests. Um, for free, for Dan and um, or for Ersatz and Wilhelm, uh, forests are portals essentially to where the Fae live. So they um, could be problematic and not necessarily as large or as small as they appear. Correct. It could it, you could be normal if you're not in any Fey zones. If you're near where Fey live, um, could be in for some interesting times. What would you be bad? Well, I don't no. know. I got challenged to a duel at midnight once by an elf on a horse. At least I think it was a horse, or I thought it was a horse until it opened a mouth that was far, far too large and full of teeth that were extremely pointy, and it didn't have hooves as much as it had tentacles on the end of its feet. <sighs> Come to no, that, was in a movie that would watched. be a way to get a scar, good Baron. Yeah. It would. Yeah, but th that was a movie we watched this one time, and I, I a quote, you know, dialogue from this thing that we it was a monster movie. That is exactly the thing in there. Those aren't real. That'd be crazy. It either had the giant mouth or the tentacles. Probably not both. Now I know that uh, one piece of iron shot took it down rather quickly, so I don't think it was really all that 
daring of an enemy, really. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, the mayor, uh, they're worried that this could involve fighting something, whether it's a wild animal or a fae or whatever. So they have combat and the farmers are starting to get up his ass. So the base pay we were offered was 12 dollar. Uh, for for David's and also for memory, um, thal- one thaler is roughly like a few weeks to like a month's wages. And well, thaler if they're is twelve thaler. That's actually a pretty decent payout. Uh, there are negotiation um, rules, though, not unlike Red Market's uh, negotiation tactics. So, if you do want to try to get a better deal, you are able to. Um, how much does it take to run our company again? Um, eight dollar. Eight dollar, yes. Per month, per week, per day, uh, per, per year. Es- essentially, um, it's per, per job. Per okay. job, yeah. Okay, so we would everybody. We would twelve would be enough for us to pay for our upkeep and everybody to put away some. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're, if this is an on-ground job, you're not putting any wear and tear on your planes. You're not needing gas. Okay. So we're actually able to save more of it. Remind uh, me what the... Not technically, because like in an instance like this, like you also have to incur like, um, hangar fees and Fair. maintenance. So, but yes, Remind like, me what the rules for trying to negotiate are. Um... Somebody will have to make an argument as to why you deserve more, and then you roll 2d10 plus daring. Um, well, on an, on an 11 up, your squad's CV is added to the pay, which your company value is four because you have four workers. And then you can keep pushing it for additional rolls. Uh, but once you fail, um, you settle for the initial price, and there's a GM penalty. Well, out of character, guys. I have a plus four in daring. Do well, we then you're the negotiator. Do we want to push our luck here? I always want to push my luck because my luck is phenomenal. Okay. Sure. Yes. So the argument of why they should pay us more is that I am woodwise and um, can have successfully talked with Faye before and lived to tell the tale while finishing the job. And therefore, they should pay um, for expertise. Yes, that. Also, um, I have defeated a Faye once in single combat. It wasn't much of a Faye, but it was a Faye, and it does count. And if things go wrong, I will survive and come back and tell you about it. Uh, so all we would lose is having to pay out to the one person that made it back, the survivor. Mm-hmm. But we're going to win, so there's no worry about that loss part. But that loss part is a nice carrot to dangle. Mm-hmm. You know, at least you know what happened to your investment. Uh, Mayor Otto Archibald looks thoroughly unimpressed, but you can make your roll. So that is going to be 2d10 plus daring. 16. 16. Okay. You have added your company value, so that is plus four Thaler. Well, if you are an expert... We'll stick with 16 Thaler. Thank you. Very well. Uh, Mostly because I don't have another argument ready to go. Okay, sure. 
Um, plus, Gunther spoke highly of you after your last assignment. You and his company have done well in this town, and you've done Gunther, well. Gunther, was that the chap in the leather pants with the really, really Sh- tight bum? Uh, the mayor glares at you. You do hear a whistling coming from a younger man. You assume his son uh, descending the staircase and going into the kitchen. Yes, oh. that's young man. <laughs> now take your offer and leave. I was just asking for clarification. I'm pretty sure Gunther stooped his son, okay? Shush. Just peer over at the son as we're leaving. Later, go He's also Gunther. cute. He's also a cutie, if Von Putzlow also wants to try something later. I still say, well, way to go, Gunter. <laughs> okay. Um, do y'all want to load up before you leave? Uh, what does that mean? Is that a mechanical thing, or are you asking us what we're taking with us? Do you, What you want to take with us, um, if you want to pick up a firearm or some sort of weapon. I mean, is that not part of our standard equipment? I don't think we have our standard equipment listed anywhere. We just have assets and baggage. Yeah. Correct. Um, I do. Um, Among other things, I've got a very high-tech sidearm, um, a brand new set of leathers. They're perfectly tailored. And then I've also got, um, you know, grapple-worthy over here. And the clockwork. At least I think Grappleworthy counts as part of a st- standard readout. Don't you, good man? I suppose so. Master. Mm. And I've and, got... I mean, I have to arrange uh, babysitting services. Uh, Gunter is staying in town. He'd be happy to just uh, take care of the kid. Very good. Still or you could a... have David's manservant, or David's manservant could help Gunter watch the kids. The still unnamed child. The raven is named, but the kid is not. Fair enough. Well, that's because the raven's old enough to give it a name. You know what? Why don't we bring the... I'll bring the automaton, and I'll leave the human being behind. Good. Very good, sir. We shall take care of the children Mm -hmm. again, sir. Well, I mean, unless you would rather be dodging the fairies with us. I would rather not, sir. I already did that in my youth and in the war. Any pointers for us, other than don't do it? Don't do it, sir. Oh, you're never any fun, Grappleworthy. Being fun has led me to be this old, sir. I like him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, certain, essentially any melee weapon and more basic guns are scrip, which are essentially um, costs so much less than one thaller that you can just... It's moot slash we like mark how many scrip you take. And then at the end of a job, we would then make a roll. Um, but it will only be like maybe a couple of faller at most if you end up um, rolling poorly. 
So is there something like iron shot or, or bullets um, or, you know, face specific loads? Um, you could, so like, for example, a revolver or a rifle um, or a hunting shotgun are all mm-hmm. script. I will say that if you want um, anti-fay, that is going to have to be an equipment tag. And that will cost you a raw fowler to add to a weapon. Yeah, I have no idea how much money I have or don't have. Um, you should probably have somewhere in the neighborhood of... Well, it, actually, let's see. Because I did the math. You earned 19 fowler last job. So all of you should have... Um... Let's just say for simplicity's sake, because we're already past the halfway point of tonight mm-hmm. um you you at least have like three or four on hand well should have been on the character sheet they should have made a spot there's no for space for it yeah yeah they should have made a spot for it anyway i mean there's everything else you might as well have money but so be it um yep. all right so yeah I'll, I'll, a long run and some and at least one load of anti-phase shot just in case okay uh, load um, being like multiple rounds, not just like one bullet. Do you want a um, long arm or a sidearm? I think a long arm. I've got a flare gun. So you'll take a rifle? Yeah. Okay. I, will I just... would like a um, cold iron dagger. Ah, here's a, actually, here's a relative, relevant question. What stats do you use with fighting and ranged weapons versus uh, hand-to-hand? Uh, give me one second. Uh, okay. It's going to be personal attack. That is... You're going to be rolling plus hard in dodging with minus keen. Here's the stat block for the rifle. Okay. Um, David, is there something in particular you would like to have? Well, um, I already have among my assets a high-tech sidearm. So I think just dial it to Faye and call it good. Yeah, I think that will be fair considering that is something explicitly called out on your character sheet. There is the knife stat block. Do hits uh, and AP do. Um, AP is armor piercing, so if your opponent has armor or armored flesh or whatever, um, that counts as armor piercing, so it negates um, any damage lost through armor. Okay. Um, hits um, in all forms of attack, both on ground and um, in flight, uh, hits are how many times you hit an opponent. So in a round, if you, uh, in a round, yes. So like okay, you so- would, if you succeed your attack roll with that knife, you would essentially make three slashes for one damage each. So that'd be a total of three damage. Okay. Uh, and um, we're just ruling that it's cold iron and if that does anything to Faye, you'll tell me when I hit. Yes. Very good. Um, I have a move about showing proper respect to Faye, which Correct. implies that I know how to show proper respect to Faye. Yes. I would like to take with us anything I would need as a tool or prop to show proper respect to the most common fae. Okay. Um, 
why don't we call that another script? And okay. then whatever you end up needing, uh, we can just call out. Instead. Cool. I'm good Sorry. with that. Okay. And then um, David will say that self-loading pistol is your um, special weapon. So you've got a semi-auto. Okay. Does it... Does it have a bonus against Faye? Um, it'll let you attack. No, no, no. Um, sure, I'll, I'll let you say it has a bonus against Faye, but that means it also won't have a bonus against any other enemy type. Fair? Fair. Okay, so you can say, like, plus one hit on Faye. If you were to write that down. No. Different job list. Ugh, okay. Any other gear items you think might be helpful for your trip? Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like literally mechanical, but food, water. I, uh, oh yeah. Food, water, and is it Faye that if you throw a great big thing that's full of tiny particles, they have to stop and count, or am I thinking something different? Vampires, I thought. Vampires. Okay, so this big old bag of sesame seeds isn't going to be useful at all, then. Oh, no, it will be. I'll, I'll hold those if you want. <laughs> sesame seeds for everyone! Basically, sort of. You may have noticed that Erdsaps has this food hoarding thing. It's fine, I'm sure. Definitely sure it's fine. Um, okay. So if y'all are ready to go, we can get started, and we'll just see yeah. how much of this we can cover tonight. So, um, again, not something entirely far away from Blades. Um, this game does on occasion use clocks. So for traversing the wilderness, you are going to need... Um, a trek, which is going to be a clock that I will know how many um, ticks are on it. So somebody is going to need to explore the wild. Um, did I give you all the... In the playbooks, it, that is going to be page 28 is the on-foot moves. So somebody will need to lead the group and roll plus daring. Um, that will probably be me. Unless somebody has better than plus four. Is minus two I, better? I think no. not. No. Page 28. How about a flat zero? Yes. Player reference six on foot moves. Because right, yeah. right now I'm at a plus zero. So just a flat roll. Maneuvers. That seems to be aircraft. Basics, maneuvers, air combat, shooting. On foot moves. Yes. Okay. Explore the wild. Okay. Lead the group forward into the wild. Roll plus steering. Very good. Um, roll. 2d10 plus 4. Eleven. Eleven. So you do add one tick to the trek clock, because that is a hit. Uh, but choose one 
of the four options. Move safely and quietly. If something does happen, you have advantage to engage. Overcome an additional trek or leave a trail, giving advantage to backtrack. Leave a trail. Okay. When you need to make your way back, you will have advantage. So, um... You burst through the tree line into Mm -hmm. a rather dense forest. And... Seems to still be pretty dense, even as you're walking along for what feels like half an hour to an hour. But uh, how does uh, Katarina help lead uh, our dear friends Ersatz and Wilhelm to keep them safe while you trek this distance? I tell them to follow in my footsteps and don't touch anything. Right. I won't touch a thing. Make a servant big with the machete. No, no, no. Any of you, including Mechan Servant. Uh huh. What did you, what'd you say? Path? Are you sure? I've got Wilhelm? the path. I've got the path. <laughs> Follow in my footsteps, all of you. Mecha Servant, could you take the rear, please, and guard our backs? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, sir. You are welcome. I'll have to uh, what kind of away. what kind of trail are you leaving? Um, what kind of what kind of forest are we walking through? Um, are we talking again? About? It's intended to be kind of very Germanic, so uh, okay, we'll say like so. black foresty evergreens. Um, occasional Nick's, bushy. Nick's in the bark. Um, at roughly shoulder height. Fair enough. Um, nothing deep, nothing that's going to harm the tree, but um, obviously human-made. And I think I'll add little um, pointers so it's an arrow more than Nick, and it points the way back. Okay. Um, after you place a Nick, uh, you might naturally look up and see that um, some birds are watching you. Hello. Ka. Thank you for allowing us to pass through your area. They just look at you. Blinking. Continue on my way. Okay, do another explore the wild. Very good. Are we going to the scene of the sheep disappearance, or are we tracking the sheep into the woods? Uh, tracking into the woods. Okay. What's the right. sheep? Um, what was sheep? Sheep, a couple cows. Thirteen. Uh, the cows will one. be easier to track, I would think. So, uh, one. still, still overcome one. Um, I will continue to leave a trail so that, you know, we don't get lost. Okay. As you continue, though, um, uh, Dan and David, why don't you roll off on me? Just roll d20. Ready? Plenty. That's freakish. Are we going to have a 
David. Oh, David actually lost the role. I've never seen that before, but it's fine. Appropriate. Um, so, Good Baron, uh, you are trailing behind along with your um, clockwork uh, servant. Uh, mm. When um, Laura didn't fail the roll, so you are going to get a. Um, You do hear something just in time, and you are able to roll plus daring as you see a rather large boar uh, charging you. Mecha servant, boar spear. You should probably get out of the way of the charge first, boss. Us roll plus daring. Ha-ha! That'll do it with an 18. Um, you f- will be able to find cover and take your next steps rationally. So you are able to dodge as the boar just goes charging forward past you. Um, and this causes enough ruckus for Ur- Ursatz and Katharina to notice. Well... Shit, that that's a problem. Boar, boars are scary. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's not a missing cow, so not useful. Get up no. the tree. Hmm? Up the tree. Oh, yes. I would ex- actually expect that Erzatz was already up the tree because he's always looking for the exit. Okay. Uh, why don't... If that is how you wish to deal with it, why don't you all give me daring checks? Because uh, that's a terrible stat. Sure. That's 2d10? Yes. Except, is it 3d10? Because I'm at disadvantage for this roll. Yes. And I'm at minus one is it in addition to that. Fabulous. Correct. If I take the two lowest. Oh, that's easy. That'd oh, be a dear. three. Minus one, two. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, dear. Uh, then David... Well, I wasn't trying to get up the tree. I was, I just dodged and rolled out of the way for that one. But, um, do you want to take Katarina's advice, or do you want to try to attack it? Clockwork uh, servant, where's the boar spear? I'll take a Bohemian ear spoon. I don't care. Here is a spear, sir. Uh, spears are all melee weapons are script, so you can <clears throat> have that for free. <clears throat> We'll just take another script on your uh, script counter that I am keeping track of for y'all. Um, so, Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, you... rather than daring, shouldn't that have been a quartered animal and then looking for an exit, i.e. finding a way to get out of the way? You know what? That actually... Not that it matters with that role. Um... <laughs> no, I will allow it because it's a move you have, so roll plus game. I mean, should I re-roll it or should I just use Yeah, I'll roll? let you re-roll it because, right. again, y'all are y'all are learning this. I'm. This is my only my second time GMing it. Uh, okay, that's 19. much much less terrible. Except it's actually nine minus one eight right. plus my keyed, which is three, which is at eleven, which eleven to fifteen success. take plus two keyed forward. 
Yes. Which doesn't actually get me out of the way, it doesn't sound like. No, because you didn't miss it. So hmm. you're you're up the tr- you're up the tree and you are the boar's focus at the uh, we'll say. Well that's uh, why the swell rifle is with me. Correct. Um so David, do you want to do an attack? I do. Okay. So why don't you roll uh roll one D twenty per hit plus hard? So let me get to uh Weaponry again. Wherever that is in the bloody book. Okay. Um, well, there's a spear, but there. Oh, no, there's pole arms. So you have one hit. So roll one d twenty. All right, and then add my heart at the end. Uh, yes. I think I missed. Uh, let me check once I get this saved. And oh dear, yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, the the boar is a bit faster than you were expecting. It is. Be one of those fey boar. No, just uh, boars are really fast. They're terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's probably that. Um. All right, we'll say this is the next round so the three of you will be able to make a roll before uh, the boar can because it is a mundane boar um so who wants to go first I do you want to have in with your hand i have hand weapons and i'm up a tree I, well, I, will, also, I will now also, shoot i will shoot the boar from up here you do have magic lore oh yeah <laughs> So what am I? Well, I don't know. What am I rolling this against or for? What's the? Is there a move or? Um, yes. What you do is you are rolling one d twenty per hit plus hard. So since your rifle has one hit, um, oh. you will roll one d twenty. Minus three. Fantastic. Oh well, that that's a sixteen. That's probably good. Still a full success. Um, So that is Uh, going to be the rifle's damage. Two damage. It's going to be two damage to the boar. And it's armor piercing. Yes, which is good because it's a boar. Yep. Uh, David, do you want to make another crack with your spear? I sure do. I think you should make a hole, not a crack. Sorry. I will take whatever kind of... um, opening this makes mm. hole crack it is holy work either way long gash in the shape of a bacon slice there you go okay that is enough to hit um it is still up barely uh it is a boar so boars have pretty thick hide uh so that comes to laura uh what i'm sorry i'm not re- finding the magic it says page one sixty seven, but it's not. That's in that'll the be in the playbook. Yeah, yeah, that'll be in the full book. So I don't know what magic I can do. So I don't, I don't have the full book. Uh, give me a I second. I don't think I, I have will... the full book. Uh, you should, but I will just uh, copy paste it. 
Sorry to hold up the game. Oh no, we're fine. We're fine. We're all we're all learning. <laughs> oh, I got it right here. Okay. Um, I have fire. Pretty sure I have fire. Let me double check. <laughs> um. <laughs> Blade and you do because it's your amber pendant imbued yes. with fire, so you would be able to use fire magic with that as a focus. So roll plus wild. Okay, magic draws in nature's tooth, cancer, magic ran effective. Okay, um, all right. I am just going to try and throw some fire that hits the boar where wounds have already been laid upon it. Yeah, weird. Right. Uh, roll so, plus wild. 10 plus wild, which is 2. 15. 15. Uh, roll 1d10. Divided by 2. <laughs> Uh, 1d10 divided by 2 is 4. Um, so the boar bursts into flames, because I'm going to say fire is armor-piercing. <laughs> um, it squeals in agony as it dies horribly. Uh, you have killed the boar. Mm. Can any of us get down there and like put it out of its misery quickly? I can. I mean, I'm mean, i standing yeah, right here with a spear. He's right there. <laughs> please. Please do that thing. I will do that thing. Thank you. I may wield fire, but I don't like how it, it yes. you know, makes people die. Well, the question is, does it cook perfectly? We probably have to still cook it. Well, no. Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, we have to cook it. Now, does it transform when it dies, or is it just a normal boar? No, it is very dead. It is not fair. Good. Good. Don't want to offend them. Uh, don't want to leave this behind, because that's some good eating. So. Uh... Get to work. Oh, yes. Angry bacon. Mm-hmm. Also, because that was a form of combat, um, everybody mark a stress. Also used magic violently. Um, you're... Tr- My trigger. Under, norm- under normal circumstances for the game, we tap triggers at the end. Ah. Because it's 1039 and we're very clearly going to need this to be a two-parter. Uh-huh. Um, are you able to just mark it so that you can remember for next time that um, you are going to tap it? Yes, I think. Why don't I also write it down just to be sure? I mean, you do take the world's best notes. Um, it's true. I've seen them. <laughs> oh. So apparently I'm supposed to be very damage resistant, but I don't understand how that's represented here. But that's fine. Uh, it would probably be reflected in, like, your suit is, like, armored, so you would oh, probably yeah. naturally have um, yeah, armor I have on. A, yeah, well, I have a improvised homemade armor. Yes. As an asset, so. Yes. Um we can come into that as like like with David's gun, we can come into that as a more um defined thing as it comes up. Yep, exactly. Um 
but yeah, Dan, especially if your baggage is a compulsion to hoard food, um, mm-hmm. would you want me to offer you a stress in exchange for you to hold up everybody needlessly long to? I disagree carve? about it being needless to cook it. If you want the stress for it. Uh, I mean, I think we need to, you know, dress it so that it's ready to be cooked. Uh, Don't worry, Mecha Servant can help you with that. All right. Point, I mean, point being, point being, if you want a stress for future experience, sure. Make it um, a problem. Yeah, I'll make it a problem. Where's? I know I have that habit. Where is that? It's under baggage. Baggage. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Need to find the exits. Log to uh, compulsion to hoard food. Um, yep. I think the sesame seeds will go very nicely with this, too. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's when we don't need to use them to throw down and make fairies count. Pretty sure there's vampires still. Are you but, sure? Yeah. All right. So, I'm pretty uh, sure yes. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's the vampires. So, well, don't fairies have a compulsion to, to count things, too? I mean, they might like sesame seeds, though. You know, toasted, they're tasty. Uh, Katerina? Yes. Well, they're arguing, um... Technically, I'm butchering while we argue, but yes, go oh, on. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um... <laughs> the sun's setting already? We haven't been in here that long, have we? No! Uh-oh. I'm sure it's fine. Sometimes the wilds can do that. Hey guys, we're we're in a fey zone. The sun's setting too early. Are you sure? I make it about sunset right now, squint at the sky. Yes, it is sunset right about now. Sunset is happening too early. Mm-hmm. There should have been more hours between when we walked in and the sun setting. Yeah, it's well, I mean it's not taking me that long to have it ready. Yeah. Anyway, and that was it, a bit of fun there. I, I presume that I've not finished, you know, processing the boar, which means that it hasn't been all that long yet. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, and you said I took a stress for that? Yes. Okie dokie. Since we are actively engaging with your baggage. I mean, when am I not? Well, well, well. Yeah. Um, anyway. We'll just have to process the pork faster. Uh, so, Laura, since you have been leading the, um, since you've been leading the expedition, quote unquote, mm. um, mechanically, I'm going to need you to do a confront your fears check. Please roll flat, because you are not okay. expecting either to necessarily need to stay for the night slash this early, bare minimum. Just roll flat 2d10. Okay. 2d10. 15. Okay. One below a full success. Yes. Uh, How things are stranger than you suspected. Um, Okay. Uh, So tell me how your campus, how you set up camp. Uh, What's the weather like? Um, it's still pleasant. Um, seventies-ish. It's like late spring, early summer. So, seventies, oh, clear skies. Should be warm enough. Um, 
overnight without a fire. Um, yeah, should be. You know, bed rolls in a um, confined area so that one of us can stay up and be on watch. Um, the other two sleep. Um, nearby um, latrine pit, hold it anyway. Um, yeah, don't get out of sight of everyone. Nope. Um, Weird. A distance away from where we have been butchering the boar. Um, yes, so that we're not attracting things uh, that are attracted to the guts and whatnot. And buried the entrails and discards. Yep. Um, I, Laura, is not woods wise, okay, guys? I am pulling You've... shit out of my butt. But you're doing a fairly great job. So it it matches really the are. fiction I'm aware of, anyway. Yeah. Every, all of this, dear listeners, is from fiction, um, trivia, any. I don't know where I, I just, I'm a librarian. I, Th- things just end up in my brain somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't understand wanting to go camping when there are perfectly good walls available. So <laughs> indeed, oh. however, because of a misspent youth and time as a boy scout, I would also add, um, make sure that there is a supply of water nearby. Cause I yes. think that is the one thing that was not mentioned. Yep. I, I'm, I'm sure we brought canteens, but yes, a, a clear running water source. We're going to want to wash up after Boar Butcher. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you, David. In fact, I think we probably drag it to near where there is a water source. Uh, After getting rid of the entrails, wash up, and then move along uh, upstream a bit. (laughs) Uh, Since you're moving, then, why don't you give me another Explore the Wild? Oh, fabulous. Okay. Unless there was a stream handy already. Oh, no. Okay, I, I assure you, it's worth it in order to get a decent campsite. It is. 16! Full success. Uh, choose two from the list. Um, Move safely and quietly. Um, if something yes. happens, you have advantage to engage, overcome an additional trek, or leave a trail. You've already left a trail twice, so I think you'll be good. Safely and quietly. If something happens, we have an advantage to engage. Since, you know, we're setting up camp for the evening, I would like us to have an advantage if something comes in the night. I would think that we would ought to hang the um, board and whatnot food in the tree so nothing can just walk up and walk off with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, So fair. Unless there are large flying predators I'm not previously aware of. Oh, there are, but they're usually not forest bound. And probably not big enough to haul away a boar from inside the forest. Eh. I mean, because they'd have to fly through the dense trees. It wouldn't work. It should be. It, you should be fine, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I will say for Laura's confront the fear role, though, is mm-hmm. you all feel the night goes by quietly. You all feel. Like you were awake the entire time. Somebody was awake the entire time and you all stood watch properly. Mm-hmm. But in the morning. Uh, we're all asleep. When, no, 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 no. Um, in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, when you go to check 
both the remnants of the carcass and the uh, trimmings are all gone. Well, yeah, those weren't that near camp, so. Right. Uh, Also, um, the area around the trimmings smells deeply of urine. Fabulous. Can I tell what type? Uh, Forget. Um, You're expositing about flora, fauna, or face. Why don't you roll plus wild for woods wise? No. Nine. Nine. Okay, there is no fail state, so you know what you know. It's definitely urine. Is there a lot of it? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to go with big, then. Hmm. Moving on, guys. Yep. Right. Now, when you say that there's a lot of it, does that mean that there was just one really, really big thing that just weed all around this? Or does that mean that there were a bunch a of, pack of wolves yeah. that weed in different spots to all claim it at once? You know um, what I know. You know what you know. Um, I will say it does seem to be one giant pile, but you don't know if, like, say, a group of predators all beat in the same area to throw off. You know what you know. Now, when you say it might have been bears, do you mean it might have been, like, rawr, bears? Or do you mean bears, 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 bears? First one. Oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you mm. want to do one more, tr- at least start one more trek roll, or do you want to call that as a um, um, cliffhanger point, Laura? Let, let's get that one last trek roll. You said that was a three? You're at three right now. Okay. Mm. I've set the clock at X amount of time. Ah. In that case, um, let, let's stick with, um, ooh, something big. Let's get out of here. Yes. For the evening. Okay. So that no matter be... how quickly that comes on. <laughs> so that will be part one of Kraken Yager job line uh job two. So questions, comments, suggestions. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. It really is. And then um since this was your first time, David, uh, what were you thinking of how things are going so far? Well, um, First time playing this game and first time playing with this group in this game. So I would say I like it. It's um, it's a little bit of PBTA, but it's also got a little bit more variance to it because we're rolling D10s instead of D6s. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, I like it so far. I would like to try it a little bit more than just the one session before I of uh, lay judgment. But so far, so good. And um, obviously, this is not playing with the plane rules, and the plane rules, as lot. we discussed first, is a lot. Uh, it's a lot. Erica really likes the planes. To be fair, the, the whole book is only 300 pages, which is not nearly as long as Red Markets, but more of this is rules. Correct. Also, the actual book is like digest size. It's not like a full bore right. uh, hardcover like Red Markets. But, it just... Um, feels like a lot compared to the normal PBTA, and I'm real hazy on the moves. Yep. Uh, uh, that's why I wanted to make sure y'all had the player reference. So, Oh yeah, not uh, that. Because it, yeah. helps. it helps. It, a lot. it, it helps, but uh, it's not the same thing as actually getting it. So yeah. Yep. It takes time. Um, 
but I'm glad you enjoyed. Uh, hopefully, parts three will also go well. And uh, if Adam will be available for it, then uh, uh, we'll find out for some reason how him still str- them still strung out on opiates was able to come into contact with y'all and deep in the forest. Sleepwalking. Obviously, mirrors and sleepwalking. Obviously, mirrors and opium don't mix well. Definitely not. Yeah. Thank you all. Thank you, David, for joining us. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, nothing new at this time, um, other than if you guys um, if you guys listen, thank you so much for listening to all of the different podcasts. And um, mm-hmm. hopefully, we can hopefully I can infect more before I go. And hopefully it will be a long time of infecting before you do so. So thank you very much. And thank you listeners. Good night, internet. Good night, internet. Good night, internet. Thank you for listening to technical difficulties. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. More ratings will help us broaden the community. We're also on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote on which one-shots you'd like to see next. Other rewards at higher levels include listening to us record live and participating in quarterly backer games. We're close to our next level, where we'll release an exclusive Patreon show, where we answer questions and give advice on running games. As always, thanks for listening, and good night, Internet.